Hello everyone and welcome back to Time to Rolls Campaign 1. This is episode 20. Uh, we did take a break last week to run our Halloween special, but we are returning to the Tales of Amrail, and I'm excited to get into it. Uh, we're not going to waste a lot of time on any uh, announcements other than if you want to go check out the podcast and everything. And if you want to rewatch this and catch up, all of our uh, content is posted on our YouTube channel. Link should be down in the panels. Uh, but without further ado, let's just get right into it. We're going to get uh, start off with a little bit of a recap, and then uh, we will uh, go from there. Um, the pink said, let me switch to this, this one. Yeah, that's the one. That sounds <laughs> awful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I forgot I bought a hat that I need to wear. No. There's yes. no hats allowed. You are not a man of many hats. That is Dexter. I miss that guy. No, Jeez. it's just my I don't. it's just my Taldor ah, Republic hat. Very nice. So Oh god, you can already see my eyes with with this black brand. My eyes. My eyes. Hopefully no one gets lobotomized this session. <laughs> Dexter might. None of my none of my NPCs have feeble mind. Don't worry. Um, all right. Well, to get to, let's do a little bit of recap since it has been a couple of weeks. Um, last time we left off, uh, you guys found your way into the central hall of the southernmost city of in Arun, Yalinor. Uh, you were greeted by the Earl of the. Uh, of, of this city. Uh, her name is escaping me currently. Um, Elenia Silver, that's her name. Uh, an owl and woman that showed a level of grace and uh, could you could definitely tell that she was wise and a little bit older in her years uh, with a little bit of gray popping up in her feathers. Uh, she offered you, along with the th uh, 30 children you had with you, uh, room and boarding for the night and she had told you that uh, some of the you should be expecting an airship to be arriving sometime the next morning um, but without uh, basically that's where we left off um, now I'm gonna ask you guys this question I asked you some of you before the session started do you want to do you have anything you want to do during the night before you go to bed since it's about currently when you're talking with her it's late afternoon going into the evening um or we could just go you go to your chambers and we could fast forward to the morning it's up to you i'm feeling a bit fucking tired if somebody could like direct me to my master suite um use the same guard that helps you up the lift uh says right away uh madam i will take them to your to their to their quarters and he guides you, and you go down, and you're looking, and this, uh, this hall is made of like intricate, twisting wood. Uh, there's, it's some of it's painted, or it could be inlaid with gems that are bright white pearl with gold inlets. You ha you see, like, you kind of peek in you, as you're going down the hallway that's around the, that's around the side of this great grand hall, and like you see Higher this low, Zach. Low. Well, these are really pretty gems. I wonder if they come out. Uh, fuck it. It's it is a it is, looks. It, it, roll. I'm gonna say roll investigation check with disadvantage. 
Hmm. Uh, disadvantage. Investigation. Wow, two seventeens. Um. So yeah, you you look and you immediately realize these gems are not gems. They're more like slabs of granite with sparkling gems coming out of them. Uh, and you go to like touch him, and the guard sees. He's like, "Hey, hey, hey what are you doing?" You're just looking, sir. They're pretty. It is, it is very pretty. These these gems and the the stone has been in this hall for over a millennia. Uh, I haven't seen anything this shiny in quite a while. You won't find many things that are that are this shiny. Uh, well, your head, but. That's a different story. All right, sir. It's about time you go to bed. And he escorts all of you to your quarters. Your quarters are pretty quaint. Um, think of it almost like similar to the infirmary that you spent at Meredith's place, but a little bit, a little bit more bougie is probably a word to say. You're you're staying in, you're staying in the home of the Earl of Yalinor, um, and the kids are escorted off to a. Well, literally looks like an infirmary and all of you are escorted into the room right next to them but they're they're conjoining rooms where there's a door in between um and the beds are fairly sized actually one of them is specifically ori sized um by the looks of it um and you all lay down for the night to sleep uh thaddeus um yes. as you lay down to sleep your head starts to spin Oh, fuck's sake. What is going on? And as you go to fall asleep, roll a constitution check for me. Constitution saving throw? Nope, just a check. Six. Okay. You have a fairly restful night. Um, although, as you sleep, you do have kind of weird fever-like dreams through the night um ones that are just weird you've uh you find yourself sometimes like sometimes back home where you'll where you're dreaming that where your father actually is happy to see you uh you have a dream that um that shows you and noetic uh playing when you're children um and then you also have a dream of you with your group um, that you're currently in. But all of them seem to have swapped personalities um, where Ori is acting like a gentleman and is very kind to everyone. Alara is acting like a grown-up. Aiko um, is very talkative and is uh, in... Is, concerned about your well-being um beep is speaking in full sentences for some reason um zane is kind of a bit more of an asshole than you're used to um vaten is not talking in the third person uh and elka is instead of wearing battle armor is wearing a dress for some reason um and as as you have these dreams, it's 
it goes through your rest and it happens throughout the night and now you wake up uh Thaddeus you have a hangover for the rest of the day you are not feeling well okay so next morning arrives and the same uh same guard pops his head in and says well i, I hope you slept well uh your airship will be here well if he's on time uh probably in about four hours it's about eight o'clock in the morning right now um you have a uh, you have four hours of free time as long as is escorted by one of us uh if you would like to browse browse about the shops in town we could take you down the lifts or if you would just like to hang out here you're more than welcome to do so Breakfast will be presented to you in the main hall in about an hour. Uh, but the day is, well, at least the remainder of the next four hours, you are free to wander about uh, the halls, but do not enter any restricted rooms. If we find you in those, you won't be happy. Well, I'd really like to go see some of the wares in this country before we leave. That's a smart choice. Uh, this one would as well. There's, uh, here in Yalimor, you'll, you'll, or Yalinor, you'll, you'll recognize that there, there are quite a few interesting magic shops around town. Uh, there's quite a few armories in town. Granted, most citizens aren't armed here, but that's primarily for, uh, any trade that comes in and out of Arun. Uh, there is quite a few, um, there's quite a few people who have who have been granted access over the years, traders, um, aristocrats, uh, that type, uh, that do come to Arun occasionally. And w whenever they're not going to the, uh, whenever they aren't going to the capital city up north, they come here because we're the one of the only trading ports in this country. So feel free to look around. Uh, you will need an armed escort. It will not be me. My duty is to stay here. Uh, but I'm sure we'll have somebody take care of you. You said duty. <laughs> Does Elka say that out loud? No! <laughs> <laughs> he would just skip. Okay. So, you guys are all, are, do all of you want to, okay. Who wants to go shopping and who wants to stay? I would like to go shopping. Shopping. I, I don't have much on, like, on the shopping front. Or is like horns and should be like, do you think that they have like a cheese shop? Do you think they have it? Do they have it? They, the guard looks, the guard looks at you. They may have, uh, there, there may be someone who works with dairy in town. None that I know of. You could go to some bakeries or um, maybe some restaurants that may have cheese. Those yellow feral eyes just listen. But a word. I don't think there's anybody that specializes in dairy products now. He's drooling on Ori's head. You probably feel it like hit you in your eye. Mm. So all of you, all of you, for the first hour of the day, are gonna go down and shop. Yep. Okay. I will. I will join them. Okay. Um, Thaddeus, as you stand up, you immediately get a headache. Um. Your equilibrium is slightly affected. Um, and you have every 
you have a, Thaddeus having a hangover prior, you're very aware of what's what's going on. Um, but you're slightly confused as to why it is going on. But am I able to function? Oh like yeah. Walk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're able to function. You're you you feel like you have a really bad hangover. I don't remember drinking. All right. I don't remember much. Oh. I will go with you guys. I'm just letting you know I don't feel well today this morning. Not quite sure why. You know what, Thaddeus? I think you like alcohol as much as I like cheese. But I didn't drink. She's just gonna like look down at Ori like. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since I went into that void thing, I just haven't felt right. I was drinking lots of water. Would I be able to, like, would this work on a hangover, like, if I casted, like, cure wounds on him? Or is that only for, like... You can certainly try. Yeah, I'll try it. Okay. You can cast cure wounds on him. Where's my stuff? Hold on. Look at all those spells. <laughs> Let's see. We're at level five, so when you cast a spell using a spell slot a second level or higher, the healing increases by one d eight for each slot level above the first. I, as 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 your DM, I'm gonna say do whatever you want. As your friend, I would only cast it at level one. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, just just one. Okay. one so yeah, Alara, Alara like climbs down Ori, uh, and like puts her hand on Thaddeus's shoulder and taps him once, and you see her hand glow. Thaddeus, you've been healed before by Alara, um, and you felt the effects of that. You feel the warmth come over your body. However, you feel that, but the only thing that goes away from your hangover effect is your headache. Your headache just all of a sudden just slightly disappears. Um, and the little bit of muscle cramps that do come with being hungover, um, I'm going to say those go away as well, but your equilibrium's still a little bit shot. Oh. Thank you, but like, I don't know that it really works. Sorry, Uncle Thaddeus. I, Sometimes you have to learn your lesson. I'm going to walk tiny up one. behind Thaddeus and just smack him on the back, like his lower back, and be like, look up, buddy, you got this. Anyone. We have magics from the same source, do we not? I'm tiny one, right? Yes. Because we, we call Echo tiny one, so I'm Echo <laughs> small yeah. one. Echo oh. is uh Echo as far as Vaten is concerned is tree sleeper. Oh, okay. He is tiniest one. <laughs> I'm just gonna look over and be like, I don't really know. I just can do things and they happen. Like magic. Try this one next time. I'll go ahead and lesser restoration on uh, Thaddeus there. Okay. So you're casting lesser, lesser restoration? Yep. Yeah. Thaddeus, you feel a spark of energy as soon as Vaten hits you. It's like it's like getting an adrenaline shot. Um, 
you feel all this just course of energy come flying through you. This warmth, it feels the same as, as like a, as like being healed from, from what Alara did. Um, but it's, it's just rushing energy coming through and all of a sudden any and all effects that you've had from, uh, that you would have from what you've suspected was a hangover now cease to exist. You are now back to normal. Oh, thank you. Thank and, you. And our two of our healers have wasted two spell slots on you. Hilaire's <laughs> just like looking at all Fs because she like, you know, barely did anything and she's just like, I really need to work on my game. And just walks away. Hmm. Back up Ori's head. <laughs> all right. Alara, thank you very much. You're welcome. You know, sometimes I get really sick from eating a lot of cheese, so just, like, you know, maybe you should just stick your finger down your throat and throw up. It makes my belly feel better. <laughs> yes, but I just was drinking water out of my jug. Again, Alara just looks down at Ori and is like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either. Well, let's get shopping then, because I want to see if they have cheese. Alright, so you guys make your way to the lifts, and as you're making your way down, um, Meredith sees you, and she waves at you. Oh, well, uh, everyone, it was a pleasure seeing you, but I must be off back to my home. Um, have a safe travel, and uh, if you do ever end up here in Arun again, find me. I, you're always welcome. Michelle, thank you for the help. You're, you're always welcome at my home. And uh, she will wave as you guys are, well, as you guys take your turns going down the the lifts because one lift can only one lift can nobody nobody other than Alara can and maybe Aiko can be with Ori as he goes down this lift. Um, Do not put me with Ori. <laughs> okay, so or, or Ori Ori and Alara, Ori and Alara go down first. And then as you guys funnel your way back down, you find yourself in the middle and you find yourself being surrounded by two Owlin guards, uh, both with short swords and uh, one having like this maroon type, um, almost brown fur, or not fur, but feathers with a white face. Uh, and then another one having gray feathers looking a little bit older, uh, but they both nod to you and they just kind of basically point point wherever like kind of like open up their hand just gesture wherever you want to go we'll follow uh so um is there anything in particular you guys are looking for i would like to go to an armor smith an armor smith okay um we'll use zane's unless you guys split the party um which you can if you want um in that case you can only be split into two groups because you have two guards you're it's a full armed escort throughout the city with you guys. Um, I'd like to go there in a magic shop. Okay. I think it's self-explanatory what Alara is looking for. Yes. So I'm going to say you guys go together and the, and the two guards do follow. Um, I'm going to drag this guard over just because for the sake of it. Um, and you guys do make your way. So the first uh, first stop would be the magic shop and it'll be this, built, uh, this building right here to your left. So it takes you about 10-ish minutes to walk to it from the from the circle but you do make your way in there and as soon as you walk in there is a very unique fungus like decaying fungus smell cut wafting through the air as you as you step in 
This does not smell like cheese. It is. Some uh, cheese smells like this. Blue cheese. It's a little stinky, but not this. It is very unpleasant. So, you walk into the center, and it is, it's like a shopping plaza, almost like a strip mall in real, in real life, um, where you have... Uh, there's stalls all around, but then there's bigger stores that have people coming in and out. And you see, like, the population for Yalinor is primarily Allen, um, with a few with a few satir people, uh, deer people walking around. Um, and you do see the occasional small fairy flying around doing their thing. Um, and you look around, and you guys are sticking out like sore thumbs here, um, specifically. Ori and uh and Zane. Um with your with your lineage and all. And Faten and you you get the sense that you you with a little bit of people skills and a little bit of time, <laughs> you feel like you could fit in here because you get the sense that there's a lot of strange people here. Uh and you do feel that you could maybe be at home here. But um Elka, you're just kinda you're just kind of like, you know, staying to yourself. Uh, you know, you do know some of the laws of Arun, and you do know that a lot of Harangon people do not venture far south most of the time. Um, but you guys walk through, and you do see a sign that says uh, Agatha's Magic Shop. Um, sitting right there. So if you guys want to enter there, you can. Uh, I'll walk in. I'll go in. I will turn to the guards first mm -hmm. and uh big pardon i have parts of fallen foes creatures i i wish to sell to someone is this the place to do it uh the older looking alan guard will say well um yeah Agatha might buy it. Uh, she's a bit of a strange one, and she does enjoy uh, oddities. So, parts of creatures and other things aren't too uncommon for her. So, you could always try. She may tell you no, though. She is a bit odd. And as you guys, as as you're as she as uh, he's telling you this, you see this very tiny like pint-sized, probably echo-sized Owlin woman come running out as fast as you you you're it takes you takes you by surprise. Uh and she just looks at you wide-eyed. She's wearing these like giant brimmed glasses and she's just like oh 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 customers okay um and she looks oh you're strange and she looks right at Ori um, come in, come in, let's go. And they usher you in. And as you step into this, uh, this hut, what looks like a hut, you immediately get the sense that the smell of rotting fungus is coming from here. And it is overpowering the second you walk in. Um, and she's, oh, so, um, what can I do for you? This one there, wishes. Is there something rotting in here? Oh yes, these are my babies, and she uh, she points down. You see these really 
rotten-looking, decaying mushrooms, like, holes in them, and she has them, like, planted in this weird purple soil that's sitting on, like, her, uh, that's sitting on, like, her front, like, desk. Uh, she's like, well, these are my babies. Um, they're medicinal. You want to try one? You ever think about letting them have a drink of water? I mean, look at them. She, her eyes get wide. She looks at you, Alara. Who are you? I've never seen a creature yeah. like you before. I'm just like dangling my legs off by the side of like Ori's head. And I'm like, well, I'm Alara and I'm pretty much an orphan. And this, because she pats <laughs> Ori's head, this is my best friend, Ori. Wow, what a duo. Well, that's great. Would you like to try a mushroom? And she holds out a really decrepit-looking mushroom to you, Alara. Is really going to mm. say, yes, I'll do it. And she just or he covers his mouth. <laughs> and she hands you the mushroom. Go ahead, go ahead and mark down mysterious mushroom in your in your inventory. The Mario mushroom. It's gonna make me grow. Only, only one way to find out. <laughs> See what it does. <laughs> All of a sudden, Alara starts shooting fireballs out of her hand. Just <laughs> um, Does anybody else want to try one? These are my new specialty. These are my babies. Ah, uh, no, thank you. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Wait, they're mushrooms, you know. right? That might be something I do want. I'll try one. Here, here. I'm always up for a new. It's food. It, with your with with your uh, enhanced smelling and hearing. It's. It's it it's almost makes you pass out. It's that rancid. It's it's bad. This will come in handy. I can throw it at someone and uh, run away. Very good, very good. Well, uh, is there anything else I could help you with? Obviously, you came in here with some armed guards. Uh, Do you know anybody who sells cheese around here? I'm kind of hungry. Uh, cheese. I have some cheese in the back now, but that's mine. Um, you guys can hear me. I need to reboot. Okay. What mushroom was this? Rancid? Uh, mysterious mushroom. <laughs> Rancid. <laughs> I heard an R word. I'm like struggling to add this to my thing. If you have a hard time, I can do it for you later. I'm not proficient. Because, because no. I'm not I'm not convinced that you guys aren't gonna try these before before the day end days end, so just keep in mind you have it. What, good. what magical goods do you have? Oh, obviously you're here for magical goods. I have uh, potions of healing. I have potions of regeneration. I have, um, well, let me see. And she starts flipping through a, a catalog book of things that she has written down that she has. Um, and um, she's like... I have whew, all sorts of magical I items. Look down at the book. Can you read it? Uh, make a make a perception check because it is upside down. Eight. Um, you're you're having a hard time reading it in the first place uh, since it is a language that you do not speak. Uh, it's just word. No point to a random word. And she, oh, that's uh that's the Sylvan word for uh butterfly. I want this one. Uh, okay. And she, like, 
leans down she leans down underneath and like you hear like a like a little like creaking of like a hinge opening and uh she grabs something and it literally looks like a butterfly that is frozen like flash frozen she's like this is what i like to call baby number three but it's really just a frozen butterfly that has medicinal purposes and she hands it to you that'll that'll be five gold i'm good okay she takes it back and very gent very gently and puts it back down and closes it. uh i have healing potions of all types um re regeneration potions which will uh help you regrow a limb if you're missing it magic armaments we were looking for magical weapons um this shop would not be the place for it. I do more uh, things with alchemy, um, potions, a few magical items, enchantments here and there, but nothing with weapons. I'm sorry. You looking uh, to buy? Depends on what you have. I've got a couple sending stones. I've got alchemy jugs. Interesting, interesting. And so you're a... You're an alchemist yourself, then? No, I'm just an artificer. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um. Well, let's see here. I'm not willing to buy the alchemy jugs because I have too many of those. Sending stones, on the other hand. I also have a rope of climbing. I can make those easily, so I'm, I'm unfortunately going to pass on that one. Um. How about uh? How about this? Hey pulls out a devil arm and a devil head. I'll also pull out the wyvern claws. I, yeah, I, I start dumping my various creature <laughs> parts on the, the table. I'd like to find someone later to help me turn these devil horns into something for LR. So she she gets a little bit overwhelmed at first. <laughs> uh, uh, one thing at a time, please. And she looks at you saying, um... Sending stones, 1,500 gold? A deal? Hmm. Okay. She immediately, she's like, all right, put that down. I'm also willing to trade if you'd like to do that. Uh, you can just have them for that price. <laughs> deal. All right. Uh, and she immediately, she puts down a bag of coins. And then she, uh, you see her, as she puts the bag of coins down, she like, you see this like magnifying glass pop out of her sleeve and she's like here take a look and it, she's pointing it at the uh at the bag of gold gesturing to you zane okay i'll take a look as you look through it you immediately see what you recognize as the identify spell on uh, that is enchanted into this magnifying glass and as it looks down it says right in the magnifying glass 1500 gold Good. Is that good? Okay. And she hands it to you. This is just a neat little thing I've made just to make sure people know I'm not trying to stiff them. And to make sure that I know people aren't trying to stiff me. I appreciate that. Very good. Oh, all right. Devil arm. Can't take it, unfortunately. It's illegal for oh, us to devil. deal it's illegal for us to deal in infernal things. Oh. 
I'm just gonna like shifty eye look around and she says that like <laughs> oh and she said oh it's you're not a well you're technically are but if you have an armed guard then you're fine just don't go around speaking infernal around here people will definitely report you I will not so subtly put my uh devil items back um, I guess there will into my bag as well. No one will help me make anything out of these horns. But if you have magical creature parts that are of that have magical abilities, then I will definitely be willing to take those depending on what they are. I've got wyvern claws. I got a This one has scales, fangs, and a stinger. So is it all from a wyvern? Yes. Uh, let me see. Let me see. How does... For everything. The claws, scales, stinger. Everything you have. 600 gold? How would we split that? Because I have seven claws. Oh, sorry. Uh, each claw would be worth around 10 gold. The scales right. are worth more. And the stinger's worth a lot. This one has 15 scales, one stinger, and two fangs. Okay, let me see. So, 600 total, so... She, like, she's counting it out, so... 70 gold for the, for the claws. 15 scales. Two... Three, okay, that's uh, it's 12 gold per scale, so it's she's like doing math, and Zach's doing math as well. Um, that's uh, it's 180 gold for the scales, and then the stinger. That's worth about 250 gold. And then the two fangs are worth about 10 gold apiece. And yeah, 600 gold is about right. So for Zane, mark 70 gold on yours. And then for Vaten, mark 530. Ooh, okay. Sheesh. Me and Vaten getting rich as fuck. Uh, Vaten has literally never seen this much money in his life. Um, he's kind of like just staring at this pouch of gold at this point. Would you like to look through the magnifying glass to make sure I'm not stiffing you? It points to Vaten. This one trusts. Very well. Is there anything else that you would like to sell? This one seeks components for some spells. I do sell some spell components. What are you looking for? Um, I'll go out of character for this. Um, specially marked sticks, bones, or similar tokens uh, worth at least 25 gold pieces. Um, basically the augury components. She'd have them. Um, okay. Okay. Okay, uh, that would be. Or how many? How much do you want of it? Gold wise, uh, just twenty five. Twenty five gold pieces. Yeah. Okay, so she she puts down uh, 
she puts down like what looked to be like a bunch like a bundle of like sticks and bones and she's like there you go that that's if that's what you're looking for is there anything else spell components uh healing potions you name it i have it do you have any food that's going out of date soon i know it's an odd request but i'm willing to take it off your hands for free I can't say that I do. And then she looks down at one of the mushrooms. Would this count? Is it actually rotten food? <laughs> it's you can eat it and it's rotten. I will gladly take it. Here you go. Add mysterious mushroom to to your to your inventory. Is there anything else? My lady. Yes, sir. Go ahead, large one. Do you, uh, need any fairy parts? What type of fairy parts? I don't know what kind it is. Show it's them. all intact. Show them to me. Uh, give me one second. Walk out of the store. Wow, oh, he's no. doing that. <laughs> oh no! Uh, <laughs> I'm going to walk out I, before he gets I, back. Hey, uh, Zayd, follow me real quick. Um. Oh God. Okay. I will also ask for uh, 300 gold worth of diamonds because I forgot to check that spell because I need that for components as well. Yeah. Yep. So you ask her for diamonds, and she just kind of looks at you. This isn't a jewelry shop. And I understand why you need them, but no, I, I'm sorry. I don't have that many diamonds on me. Very well. Uh, but if you are looking for gems, and she points down the stalls farther, there may be a jeweler down there that has enough diamonds for you. Thank you. Yes, of course. And my lady, I was going to ask uh, before his interesting question. Uh, I partake in making poisons um, for basically self-defense. Okay. Do you have components for something unique and maybe a recipe? Poison? Um, I'm not much of a dealer in poisons. I do have some. Um, well, and she looks at these wyvern claws. If you had the poison sack for this, I could easily make you some potions. Of poisoning um but i assume well, you've I, probably already used that if you're a tinker with poisons um yes i have that i still have some available to me but i'm looking for like natural ones i don't know if your mushrooms i don't have any no the mushrooms that i grow are for medicinal purposes and they don't really have they're not poisonous or of any type um, and then she like starts fumbling through her her catalog. And, um, I do have um, pit viper venom. Interesting. It's a really nasty, and she like goes down into the chest that you assume is underneath her, uh, underneath her uh, her front desk, and she opens it up and like she pops out a vial that's literally like maybe two inches tall. 
and it's filled with like this weird like bright like yellowish looking liquid inside of it and how many uses would one get out of that well seeing that uh this vial right here is enough to kill 15 men a lot And let's say someone was interested in that. Would it kill somebody very large quickly? Just kidding. I jest. It would kill an average human or elf. Uh, probably in 30 minutes or so without an anti-venom. Um, large people, depending on the size, it could, they may have a higher tolerance for poison. But this this poison's generally used for I guess it's more of a neurotoxin, so once it enters their bloodstream it paralyzes them and then it kills them eventually. And how much would you charge for that bio? Oh, seeing that it is a dangerous item and you're out you're considered an outsider, although you do have a guard with you. I could get in trouble for selling it to you. But... I am royalty. A lot of people say that. doesn't really matter. Um, I'm still the deadly. That means nothing to me. I apologize, my dear. Um... Oh, 25 gold? <clears throat> I think I could do that. Okay. Well, and she's like, that's fine, and she puts down a small pouch of gold, or you give her the small pouch of gold, and, you, and she hands you the little, uh, well, I'll just say, uh, for this case, small jar of pit viper bet of venom. For your inventory. And then she, um, did anybody else know where your friend went that was asking about fairy parts? Because that could be illegal, depending on what type of fae he has. Is there a back alley or something? Roll, I'm going to say, uh, what's your passive perception? 11. You look around, it's a pretty opened up, opened area. Like you could, like you could sneak around a building and like be like talk silently, but there is a lot of people around here. So if you wanted, if you wanted to try to talk about something discreetly, you'd have to uh, roll stuff. Not talk, but do something discreetly. Okay, you'd have to roll sleight of hand or stealth, depending on what it is. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so Ori still has the sack with the uh, elf prince. Oh, on I him. forgot about that, that shit. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> okay, he's gonna walk home. outside with Zane. Home. I don't want to be associated with this. And he's gonna look at Zane and say, Okay. You're gonna hold one end. I'm gonna rip this head. I'm gonna rip its head off. I really don't like this. Why? Because uh, because he was a prince for this country. know. Both of you roll. Both both of you roll a stealth check for me, please. Damn it! With disadvantage, actually, because you are in a large crowd. I rolled that one. I got much better than Ori. Um, what's my modifier on that? 
Uh, thirteen. Um, who you're who you were rolling against were the two armed guards that were standing outside. Uh, and they both they rolled a they rolled a sixteen and a seventeen. So, uh, they both. Um, <clears throat> uh, ex excuse me. Yeah, uh, I heard. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard you speaking of prints and body parts, and just want to want to make sure you're all right. Not what you think. Is that all you know about your duties? Roll Am I still on Corey's head? Yes. I'm gonna look down at the guy and be like, "Oh, everything is fine." They were just telling me some cool story about some prints and all this stuff while we just been walking around. For Roll a, some either one of you roll deception with with advantage or or both of, or all three of you roll deception. Uh, I think, I think. Uh, <laughs> and I'm rolling insight oh, against that. Deception. Well, I rolled a, a dirty twenty. So. Okay. The little luck I have, good lord. Well, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll I roll two. I rolled a fourteen. Okay, dirty twenty. 14. Hey, another nat one. Another nat one. Well, they rolled two 15s plus three. So it's 18 combined. Alara, they, they kind of look at you. Uh, okay. Um, or he rolled a nat one, so it's a critical failure. Um, and they look at you. Now, the Earl has put you in good graces as her guest. If there's anything you need to speak about regarding dead body parts, you might want to speak with her about it. We can have that conversation when we get back, right? Are you going to give me money for the body parts? Probably not. Then why would I talk to her about it? Because she's the ruler of the city? Well, I can promise no you it's not what you think. So if there was a crime committed, I would talk to you guys or other of the uh, guards around here. Trust me, it was not uh, us who attacked first on that end. What are you talking? Zane, shut up. <laughs> Please, I'm handling this. Carry on with your with your shopping for now. How would you say that? You know, the less they know, the, the better. The Alara, <laughs> the Alara Dirty 20 is helping you guys right now. Let's just say that. We were in combat. That's all you need to know. <laughs> anyway. Right. Vatren's good at this stuff. Ritual I'll go get him. Uh, Or he's going to poke his head through the door. Hey, Vatren. Come here, please. I don't think I've ever heard say, please. Helps if I'm... <laughs> Helps if I actually don't mute. Uh, Vaten just shrugs and walks out. The local law enforcement. Yes, hey, large uh, one. Yeah, hey, uh, walk with me for a sec. The guards are slowly following behind you. Hey, uh, no need. We're our, our going to the bathroom. Uh, does not matter. Our duty is to our duty is to protect you and watch what you're doing. If you're going to the bathroom, we will give you privacy. And the bathroom's that way, the opposite of where you're walking. Oh, all right. I've never been here before. Uh, or he's going to face away from the guards. Okay. And uh, 
to go whisper to Vaten. Hey. Cut this. Yes. Cut, cut his head off. Roll stealth. Um, roll stealth check. Or looking, I'm gonna I'm gonna look around real quick. Um, just see who is around and uh, you know how many people are around and kind of what the the situation is. Um, doesn't no need to roll. Uh, it's very easy to see. It's a shopping district. There's people around shopping. There's fairies flying around. There's uh, guards, not the armed guards that you're with, but regular guards just kind of patrolling through. We're just going to try to cover what he's doing with his body. I, Vaten is just going to shake his head and go, not here, large one. I rolled a 19 on the stealth, by the way. Okay, I was on you talking. If you're trying to hide the body with your bo- the head with your body, you're gonna need to roll sleight of hand, and if Vaten's gonna cut his head off, you need to roll sleight of hand. I I am not going to partake. Um, okay, v- then you hold the body, to... and I'll rip it off. <laughs> um, large one, this will not sell if others see. We should hold it for now. No, no one's looking. If I, I look, look around. around is anyone looking? I look around and I point <laughs> at everybody that is looking at us with my 18 passive perception. <laughs> the guards, the two armed guards that you have sent, that you've kind of shrugged off a little bit, are both jet. One of them, the old man in particular, is like staring through you, Ori. Uh, then the younger guys is kind of like paying attention. Uh, old guy rolled a nat 20 on his perception. Okay, what if I just tear his face off? It's less blood. One would suggest holding it for now. Okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna do this for now, then. He'll rip it. He'll, he's gonna rip its wings off. Okay, roll a sleight of hand check. I'm gonna need you to roll sleight of hand. I'm gonna need you to roll strength. Actually, no, you're strong enough to rip him off, so just roll sleight of hand. Oh, not 20. That's cocked. This is particularly for the old man to see if he knows what you're doing. Nat 20 still beats a 22, so. Yeah. You, Ori is able to like just gently rip the the already decaying wings off this what is figured to be the dead prince's body uh, and you now have two large fairy wings alright uh, Ori's gonna just walk in the shop he, the old guard is just like shaking his head like why is this my job today <laughs> but you uh, walk into the show. yeah he'll pull out the fairy wings and say do you sell the do you, will you buy these oh um do you mind if I look at them well how much I'm how much will you give me for them I can't tell you until I look at them. Okay, fine. And she looks at him and she casts Identify on it. 
Jeez, what's that royal logo that's like imprinted into them? A watermark. Um. She immediately, like, she takes a magnifying glass and looks. Um. Well. Unfortunately, I don't believe I can buy these. Um. Why? I. If I didn't see anything, and she looks out towards the guards. They didn't No, look at me. Or he's gonna lean forward. Look at me. Don't say a word. Just hand me back the wings. And I'll leave. Roll roll an intimidation check. I would have uh, stayed outside with the guards, by the way. Okay. So uh, twenty-six. She she looks startled. Knowing she's, you get the sense that she definitely knows the true, uh, identification of these wings. Um, well, that, that sounds good. Um, or you'll take the wings. All right. No problem, man, ma'am. You have a nice day. <laughs> you I'll put the wings back to the sack. Oh, okay. Uh, and then she looks around to the rest of you that are still standing in there. Like, pale, like, you can't tell she's pale white underneath all them feathers, but you, she's shaken, very visibly shaken. Is there anything else I can do for you? You know what, I'll take a handful of those mushrooms. Okay. five gold worth sound. I can do that. Um, and she's like, you'll have to give me a second. She, like, reaches down into what you see as a chest. She's like, this is a... Oh, there's... There's that. <clears throat> there they are. And she brings out another pot of purple-soiled, like, very, very rotten-looking mushrooms. Um, and she's just... All right, well, uh, five gold? She just plucks the five mushrooms off of, out, of, out of the uh, soil and puts them in a little bag and hands them to you. Thank you, milady. Mark down five mysterious mushrooms in your bag. Um, I'm gonna walk up to the counter and uh, look at her and say, ma'am, do you have, do you take credit and do you accept credit from uh, noble families? If you are part of a noble house, I can send the bill to your household, yes. I'm gonna put down my little coin that shows that I'm a noble and be like, I just need five um, healing potions. What, what variety? We have regular, we have superior, we have um, all sorts. You know, I'll take five regular and I'll actually take uh, three superior. Okay, that will be, uh, and she starts doing the math in her head. So five regular, so that's 250 gold. Um, and you said three superiors? Yes. That's going to be, how much are superior potions? <laughs> I think they're 250. Healing potions, 5e cost. Uh, <laughs> this is the best thing I've ever thought of. I, I'm letting you do it. I'm not even, like, questioning shit right now. <laughs> That's, uh... That'll be, uh, 100 and... No, 1,500 gold for the three superior and 250 for the, um... 
for the for the commons. Um, is there anything else, Miss Burningheart? Royal family privilege. Make sure Not it royal. gets billed specifically noble. to Elkis. Noble family privilege. <laughs> Uh, does anyone else need anything while we're here? I cannot believe you're using and abusing this coin. <laughs> we're going on a shopping spree, my loves. Oh, no. <laughs> Your dad's going to be I might need pissed. something from another store. <laughs> Daddy can suck a dick. Your dad's going to be like so angry. <laughs> I want my cheese. Daddy's credit card. <laughs> this is literally what, what it is right now, yeah. Well, tell Daddy I want some cheese. We'll find you some cheese. Uh, I think that's all. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Is there, um, should I just send this bill to the head of the house, or should I send it to anyone in particular? Elkis specifically would be the best person to send it to. Um, Elkis, uh, at, or Archer, uh, Elkis's husband, of course, who is part of the family. Uh, so, Elkis Burning Heart. Probably is the best one to send. That to. She's she's writing it down in Sylvan. It's a binding contract. <laughs> it's a magically binding contract with magical ink. She's five regular healing potions and three superior, uh, for a total of one thousand seven hundred and fifty gold pieces. Signed, curator of the store. Agatha, Aliaster, and then the buyer, Elkis, Burning Heart, procured by, what is your name, miss? Elka, Burning Heart. Elka. Oh, what, is this your father, or? Uh, uncle, actually. Wow, so your uncle's letting, allowing, allowing her, or allowing his niece to spend his money, that's, very kind of him. I really you know, I was named after him, so I've, I'm of course okay. his favorite. Um, <laughs> um, since may may I see your um may I see your coin, please? Of course. And I'll you. slide it back over. And she grabs it and she casts identify on it with a magnifying. Seems to be in order. Okay. And she places the coin down on the contract and she spins it and it starts spinning, not naturally, magically on the on the paper and then it spins as if it's like burrowing its way into the paper and then it stops and stamps into the paper and you see a, like a burned mark coming out of it um and she she lifts it up all right that should do it this seals the contract um do you know that uh if mr elkis burning heart does not pay within the next month of receiving this contract uh he will be subjugated to um the empirical prison okay very well here's your coin back and she rolls it up and ties it up with a bow and she she like flips her hand out with it in the air and you watch the uh scroll in her hand disappear out of her hand and goes to where it goes to wherever it needs to go he works for the royal family. He has money. And we will see the repercussions of that in the next couple of sessions. Alrighty. <laughs> Listen, he's going to be happy that he's taking care of me. That I'm staying safe by having a stocked potion 
This, yeah. this is this is like this is like the college student that stole daddy's credit card and is buying alcohol with it. Like this is this is what this is. It's not alcohol. We're not doing this for fun. <laughs> we should we should try to find like a drug dealer and Oh my no. god. We already just got drugs, are you kidding me? Alright. So Aga says, is there anything else I could do for you before we leave? And she hands you the, the potions, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Anybody else? Not at the moment. No, thank you. We're well set. Thank you, though. Thank Excellent. You. you have a wonderful day. And, uh, Miss Burningheart, do make sure to contact your uncle and let him know that, uh, that this bill is coming. Uh, absolutely. Very good. And she winks at you. I don't know why she's winking at me. Because she rolled a really high insight check. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was just gonna like. She has a, she has a smirk. She has a little smirk on. That on, note, her. Uh, on that note that I sent earlier, I'm just gonna like pretend I haven't sent that yet, and okay. then uh, write a little note like, "By the way, thanks for the potions." Hold, Sounds hold good. that note. Sounds good. Thank you for stopping by. Um, reminder: jewelry shop is down the way, and if you're looking for magical arms, it should just be right across, uh, right across the street. A good five-minute walk. Where's your armor smith at? Oh, that's the magical armor and armor smith. That is, uh, uh that that would be um, Malcolm's place across the way. Um, he should have everything you need. Oh, good. All right, have a good day. She bows, and then you watch her step backwards and you see like these doors open behind her she's using dimension door and she uses uh telekinesis to slam the door behind you guys as she steps back into the dimension door to go somewhere um all right so you guys head to the jewelry shop we're just going to say for the sake of time uh, Vaten, you can procure up to 600 gold worth of diamonds if you would like to do that. I have a whole 300 gold worth that I can afford, so... Okay, so you, you do procure 300 gold worth of diamonds from the jewelry shop. Um, Perfect. Rest on my tab! I'm just kidding. <laughs> they could... They have... You You could if you want to. If you wanted to get 300, 300 gold oh, worth of diamonds. Pushing. How much do we want to push this? <laughs> You can push it as much as you want. I, I'm, I'm. I'm asking the party, sir. Got money? I can buy what I'm getting. Yeah, we. Uh, I'm gonna as look. Much as we I'm can gonna get look until he comes here. I'm gonna look at Zane and be like, "You don't want to spend some of Archer's money?" Trust me, I think we <laughs> just did. He did take uh, that dagger from me. I mean, it wasn't yours to have. He took the card before I could take one. That was his decision, not yours. Yes, and his decision delayed me getting that card. Oh, you could just go start drawing more cards now, can't you? You could. You want to draw a card? Nope. Well, not right now. Card. I'm still not feeling up to snuff completely. DM panics as he's trying to find his deck of many things. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, I draw 17 cards. Or he's just gonna keep drawing cards. Are you? Uh, no. What you should do okay. is okay. get the guards to draw a card and see if they oh disappear into the nothing. Hey. Please what's don't. Your name? 
or which one are you looking at? The old one or the younger one? Younger one. Um, uh, my my name's Eric. You want to see a card trick? Absolutely. I love magic. All right, draw a card. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Roll persuasion check. Ah! Ah! Oh, my. Oh, this could be really bad. <laughs> or really good. A uh, nat 20. <laughs> oh, my. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, no, we're, I'll, I'll do it for him. This one. He pulls a card. Interesting. I need to make sure I know what this does. I see the card he pulled. Uh, yeah, it looks like it. It he picks it up and it's a picture of a knight in armor. Uh, and, uh, I need to confirm what this does. I think I know what this does, but I need to confirm. Uh... What? Okay. Where is it? Am I blow? <laughs> this is what this does. You see a, behind him, a fighter, a, a person, an Allen, um, that comes running up behind him, uh, and says, my lord, it is a pleasure to meet you. My name is Erickson. Uh, I've heard you have called me for, for some sort of aid. I'm here to help. And you see a another fully geared guard looking man, sta Alan standing behind him with sword in hand. Uh, the card is you gain the service of a fourth level fighter who appears in a space you choose within 30 feet of you. The fighter is of the same race of you and serves you loyally until death. Believing the fates have drawn him or her to you, you control this character. Amazing. Hey, you made a new friend. Um... Hi, Eric. Who, who are you? I'm here to serve. My name is Erickson. I am here to serve you until I die. Cool card trick. Do you work for free? Uh, as long as my room and board is paid, I am good to go. Got you a new employee. Um... Captain, what is going on? And he looks right to the older Al. Um. Uh. Hey. Uh. What is that deck, perchance? It's a magic trick. Right. I'm a wizard. Make a deception check, with disadvantage. He has really high insight, so. Uh. That guy was one. 15. Yeah, 15 right wizard i it's best to keep magic items in places that people who are unwilling uh best to keep them away that guy the poor guy was one card away from the void card by the way Damn do you it. want to draw one 
No. Move along. You want to draw another one, boy? No, 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 I'm good. You sure? Yes. Get another knight. He's a little bit curious. Also, How about it? Roll. Look, it's cool. Roll a persuasion check with advantage. I'm gonna step in front of Ori and say, "I think one is enough." Twenty-one. Looks right at his captain. Should I? Do what you want. And uh, he goes to pull another card. This one. This guy's gonna die. Or get a dagger. I see what card he drew. He pulls it. Oh no. What <laughs> does it look like? It looks like a jester. Like a court jester. Uh pulls that and immediately the card disappears. And um you see him kind of like blink. Um Where am I? Uh, you should not be here, my guy. You should leave. Oh, okay. oh Captain. Um, what is going? What is? Looks to. Um, who are you? My name is Erickson. I've told you before. This card. He could drew the idiot card. Permanently reduce your intelligence by one d four plus one to a minimum score of one. You can draw one additional card beyond your declared draws. So he draws again. Not thinking. Oh. That's a good card. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Ori, it look it, you immediately uh you immediately see the same moon card that you drew. And uh Hey, I drew that one. What is this? And he looks at Boy, I wish I could understand what's going on. And then all of a sudden his brain, he blinks his eyes really fast. He's what's, what's happening? Oh, yeah, I shouldn't draw any more of those cards. I think it's... Why? Um, I just think it's not a good idea. And he... Ah, Erickson, good to see you. Um, follow me. Um, we have we have a job to do. Do you put away the deck of many things? Yeah. Okay. Cannot believe I rolled the fucking deck of many things. <laughs> but here we are. It's part of the campaign now. Ready to ruin your guys' time. Or yours. Yeah, if you guys get sent into the void, I'm going to be a little angry. Because I have nothing... Time to re-roll your characters. Uh, if the void has cheese, I'm diving in. No, it would immediately be the next thing you guys do is, is drop everything you're doing and go try to find your friend in the void somewhere. Okay, so Ori puts away the deck of many things and you guys continue on. Let's say for the sake of this, we go to the armor shop. Is there anything, and we're not going to RP, is there anything you're looking for for armor? Okay. 
You don't want to just have a whole shopping? No, I don't. I have I have plans and maps that I created for this, so. Full plate armor. If you want full plate armor. Yep. <laughs> Let me go uh, Best armor. What's it? Give me a list. Best armor weapons. Um. So best armor you could find is full plate armor, which is expensive. Um, Zane. Bet. Although you are kind of rich at the moment. Um, fifteen hundred gold per plate. Easy. I'll put my half plate against it. <laughs> What's that worth? Uh, half plate armor. I gotta. Uh, uh, you get uh the 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 curator says uh your armor's looking kind of dinged up, um okay fine well it is used um seven hundred gold off of that so it'd be eight hundred gold for the full plate deal. Um, that would be the best armor they have, Ori. But you are also you are a fighter, so you could wear it. Um, however, what are there? uh, whatever weapons or or armor. Uh, like magic, a magic weapons. Oh, there's a few enchanted, I a few enchanted, uh, like short swords and rapiers and like a few hand axes that are enchanted. Nothing martial or great swords or anything like that. Um, you get the, the a curator would say something along the lines of you would have to special order something larger, uh, and it would take time. Uh, how much gold do we have? Uh, I have a lot. <laughs> how much is a lot? Is it enough to bump me for the plate mail? Or full plate? Uh, not that much anymore. How much do you have, Ori? I only have 40, 50 gold. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say that's a little bit out of your price range for right now. Uh, you take body parts? No. <laughs> How much is ch uh, chain mails like? Fucking 50 gold? Cheap. Yeah. Do you, ha you only have leather armor right now, right? I have chain mail. Oh, you have chain mail? Okay. You could uh you could upgrade to a breastplate, but you don't have the gold for that. Never mind. Uh, how much would he need for the breastplate? Four hundred gold total. Four hundred total. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I can't spot you that. Um, I would like to uh sell some untouched leather armor. Okay. Um, I I literally have not worn it. It was part of my starting equipment, but with the lizard folk uh natural armor um my ac is higher without it so uh he he hands you 10 gold for that sweet i'm actually not going to do the full plate okay i've reconsidered is there any other type there's uh well half plate is actually the best you can do um although reminder most all, all heavy armor is disadvantaged to stealth. Some medium armor is disadvantaged to stealth. Oh, that don't mean crap to me, bud. I know it doesn't mean crap Ooh. to you, but I'm saying for other people. <laughs> so for if Ori wanted to get full plate armor, he would be he would have disadvantage on stealth rolls. 
but it would make your AC a base 18. So, you pay for what you get. Um, is, so, yeah, there, there's... You're looking around for people that... I mean, there's a few, like, plus what you get, get, gather as, like, plus one weapons. Like, small, basic weapons, like short swords and rapiers and a few short bows and something and stuff along those lines at this shop. He offers to make custom stuff, but you knowing that you're going to be leaving later today, it's not really in the cards here. Do you have anything like this? Oh, sorry, you were not role-playing. Yeah, you can uh, role-play, it's fine. I don't care. Uh, he'll, hold, he'll say that and hold out his uh, glaive. Uh, that's, a, that's a martial weapon, much larger. Uh, given the materials that I have, it'd take me about three weeks to make and enchant to the point that you have it enchanted. Shame. I don't think we'll be around here that long. And I'm, I apologize, and it looks at most things, unless it was a basic enchantment, uh, most things are going to take over a week here. Unfortunately, we are backlogged. Yeah, I lost my, uh, my other weapon I hold with my other hand, so I need a replacement. Um, and he digs around, he's like, I got a battle axe. It's the only fairly big weapon I have. That's okay. Ah. If there is a shield that fits the druid requirements of not being fully metal, um, I would like to pick that up. Oh yeah, there's de definitely definitely a just a straight wooden shield. Um, yep, multiple then. of those. Um, that will be he ten gold for wooden okay, shield. So I'd yeah, I give him the exact same ten gold back that he gave me for my armor. Yeah, for, for the sake of for the for the sake of trading, you gave him the leather armor for the for the, yeah. Uh, yeah. Either way, um, anything else shopping wise? I know Alara wants cheese, but um, there's also some stuff. But yeah, I'm I'm actually looking for a uh, I'm just doing out of character a rapier that might uh have an enchantment on it and the one thing i'm specifically looking for is something that has a hollow tip with possibly a trigger attached that i could insert poisons yeah he he would he would tell you that i have enchanted rapiers but nothing like that that would have to be custom made i'm just like staring at that ess he says this like mental noting that <laughs> um, and then what would, I'm going to show him my rapier, what type of advantage would it be compared to what I have? Oh, something like that. Um, well, depends on how much you want to enchant it. If you want a bonus for, um, making it a little, hurt a little bit more, then it would be not, it'd be better for something you're looking for. Um, you're asking for advantages, it would... If you want to put poison in it, it would uh, add some poison damage to it, which would be helpful and have the ability to poison people. Um, although you could just coat your blade with poison um, if you have it. Um, trigger assembly, you definitely need an artificer for that. Um, uh, let's see here. He looks, um, But basic enchantment, uh, for the sake of mechanics, he could give you a plus one. Uh, enchantment for about 150 gold and he could do that 
he could probably, if you want to trade out your normal rapier for a one that already has that, uh, he'd be willing to give you about a 25 gold discount on that. And that would be how much? And one. Uh, so it'd be 100. Uh, so for the already enchanted rapier for a plus one to your attack, it would be. So minus 25, it would be 125 gold for that. But you would you would trade your current rapier for it. Yeah, there's nothing special with my current rapier. No, it's just a standard, just a standard rapier. Okay, yep. I will make that offer. Okay, so 125 gold. He gives you the enchanted rapier. It gives you a plus one to attack um, and a plus one. Uh, sorry, it's a plus one. Yeah, just a plus one to attack, and it gives you a uh, plus two to damage. So, um, it'll adding plus two to. Um, to the already dexterity score so it'd be i think it's plus four right now so it'd be a plus six on a hit so it'd be 1d8 plus six instead of plus four i i'll 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 take care of it for you if you don't know what you're doing okay yeah. um, um but okay i'm gonna say for the sake of time alara you guys go around you find a restaurant they have cheese um alara mark five silver off your uh off your character sheet um can i take some food to go i do not want to eat it i want it to rot um yeah for a meal it's three silver Adam. you make it no yeah you say you're looking for like rotting food right yeah okay um i will hand you six perch like fish um and say uh give these some time it's been since you've caught those that was it's from the that's from the original journey to keister um yeah so they're probably pretty rank that's like <laughs> it's been about 10 days since that's happened they're where the smells come from they're rotten they're they're rotten they're they're all, just gonna they're already rotten. Of holding. yeah Thank you. They're absolutely, absolutely already rotten. It's juice. Uh, Zach. Yeah. Can I roll an intelligence check for the card that the younger guard drew earlier to understand what it means? Yes, but with this advantage and the DC is going to be really high. Okay. Uh, six. You have no idea. Um, okay. As far as you know, you could be that card could have made uh, could have made you smarter because you notice that you 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 do remember the distinction of him um, blinking his eyes and uh, and he do remember him getting seeming like he had a loss of memory. But you also remember him after he drew that next card uh, of him regaining his memory and seeming more sharp. Um, but you really have no idea what, as far as you know, it just makes you smarter. The guards, is that, is he still with us? Yeah. I just ask him. Yeah. Uh, you ask him that. Well, um, to be honest with you, I drew the card and, um, I have no memory of the first card. Apparently I drew two. Um, but the second card, it just made me. I don't know what happened. I just made my brain a lot clearer. 
um, and felt like I could think a little bit better. Um, I really don't know. Mine, I drew the same card. I didn't have any sort of effect. Beats me, man. Um, magic items are weird, right? Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else you guys want to do? Or can we move nope. on with the day? Okay. So you guys make your way back to the lifts. And after all of you take your three turns going up and down because of the amount of people you have. Um, actually, take two because, yeah. Eh, two, three. We'll say three. Um, trips up and down. And um, you come up. And as you guys come up, it is, it's is—it's been about two hours since you've been shopping. And breakfast is now cold. But it is served. Um, so you eat your cold breakfast. Uh, I assume Vatan probably would heat some of it up with, with his fire magic. Um, oh, yeah. 100%. Uh, and you got, you know, you eat a semi lukewarm breakfast now because of the create flame or the create fire uh, and, uh, or produce flame, sorry, for Vatan. And, um, Breakfast passes and the Earl, the, uh, the Earl walks out. Well, it is about time. Uh, I believe your airship is just arriving now. Um, your captain will be Mr. Ander Newgate. Uh, please uh, respect his wishes. He knows what's best in the sky. And um, yeah, do your best not to fall off the ship. And oh, and... Please do try not to stumble into our country illegally again. We don't plan on doing that again. Yes, just know that the king was, for some reason, very, um... How do I say this? Interested in how you got here. Um, Meredith has already given me the account, so no need to have that. Um, however, um, Mr. Rona... Yes. Um, you do have a letter here. What? Yes. From who? Um, it just says it's from Ebrax. Oh, sweet Jesus. We do have dealings with Ebrax, but I don't know how they knew you were here. That is beyond me. Well, this is your property, so you may open it whenever you like. I'll just open it now. It is a... It is not signed by anybody, but you know this handwriting. Uh, it is a letter from your mother. Um, and I, I don't have the letter for you today. I'll have it for you for you probably after this. I, I was starting to write it up and I didn't have time to finish it. Um, it essentially says, Hey baby, just wondering how your trip's going. Um, I just want to let you know that uh, whenever you stop in the capital city of Sylvania, you have 500 gold waiting for you there. Um, <laughs> this should help you with your travel expenses. I hope you're doing well. Um, uh, what am I uh, Oh, and if you die, I'll never forgive you. She'll know if I do, because... Uh... Oh, God, wildfire will activate. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, what? Uh, you know, he, he says nothing. I, do you say this out loud? Yes. What are you talking about? Um, 
What's that letter? Uh, This is from my mother. She is worried about me, and she sent me free money when we get back to the capital city of Sylvania. Artemis. My my brain blanked on whenever I was talking about that. Yes. When we get back to Artemis, I will have some money waiting for me that I need to pick up. And uh, she doesn't want me to die, and she will know if that happens immediately. That's nice. Uh, well, not quite. You see, uh, you know the gem I use in my armor? Well, it, uh, it's kind of connected to another gem back in, uh, Ebrax to, uh, Warforged that I have made. And, uh, it won't activate until I kick the bucket. You know, I've never noticed that gem till now. Yeah, it kind of shifts around as I need it to. It's mostly, uh, helps keep track of everything I've learned in the world and can pass it on to the Warforged I made. But it's not active at the moment, and I'd rather it stay that way. Neat. That's some cyberpunk shit. Yeah. <laughs> out of, clearly out of character, but... Yeah. Right. <laughs> Transfer your cyberpunk? What's that... Sorry, but it's like that one game, it's like that one horror uh, when they—he's like under the water or something. He's you like don't transferring his con- consciousness into like other robots. You you don't know that artificer Reeves Keanu. <laughs> don't you go writing NPCs in my world? Wake the he's fuck a- up, samurai. <laughs> he now he now exists. Um, I'm just kidding. Please no. That's a cool idea. That's a cool idea. All right. So as this happens, you see a, you hear a, you hear a really weird pulsating sound. You hear a, and you see, you hear like wind flapping in like, I would would recognize that, right? Oh yeah. You would absolutely recognize this because this design of airship is from Ebrax. Finally. And, and you see a massive airship pull up and uh as it pulls in immediately you notice four uh four like what look like parachutes or um like sails parachutes they're red and they're like in this hexagon platform and they're being ejected upwards by these four massive blue crystal clusters and they're shining bright uh and that's off to both sides and then you see like these four thrusters coming out of the side that are you what you can only zane you know them as the ethereal cannons that shoot the that propel that propel the airship whenever there's heavy winds and then you see two swiveling sails at the front that are directional sails then you see in the center, it's a massive, massive, um, basically speed sail. Uh, that is, it's heavy. It's the biggest one you've seen Zane ever. Uh, and then in the back, there's more of another directional slip, slipstream sail. Um, and as it pulls in the port, you hear a, uh, a very loud, like almost like a high pitched steam whistle kick off. And you see steam shoot out from the back of the airship. 
as it sells into port. And you hear chatter from all sorts of uh, all sorts of men going around trying to tie up the ship. And uh, uh, Elenia looks at you. Well, uh, this is your man. And you you guys watch as a um, human, probably about six foot four, um, brown short brown hair, very muscular built, blue um, uh, blue vest with like a white puffy shirt. Uh, and then on his shoulder, wrapped around his neck, is a um, is a pure white fox, um, alive. But it's a pure white fox, and the fox has its nose tucked up, uh, tucked up underneath his chin. He has a little bit of like a five o'clock stubble going on, and he has a massive, uh, what looks to be a great axe, on his back as he walks up. Uh, hey, hello there. Uh, madam, um, it's good to see you. Uh, are these my passengers? Well, y yes, they are, uh, Mr. Newgate. Um, they request passage back to the capital city of Artemis, correct? Yes. Uh, very well. Artemis, haven't been there in a couple of years. Um, well, uh, Madam, how how are we dealing with the payment for this? Uh, and he as he looks around, you guys, the funds will be the funds will be provided to you in Artemis. The uh, the king uh, the king and Sylvania will be paying will be paying their toll since they are most of them are um, citizens of Sylvania. Okay, well that about does it. Um, all right, everyone, follow me, and he starts briskly walking back towards the dock. I don't have my helmet on right now, but if anybody looks at me, I look uncharacteristically giddy. <laughs> um, and he walks up and, and immediately a, uh, you see, you hear like this steam sound coming off of this extending platform that comes out of the center of the ship and it extends out and it's metal and it's it like it's like a drawbridge except it's like a like a um like a telescoping drawbridge as it comes down extends out and lands and latches on to the tree branch dock that you're stepping out onto and he's like welcome aboard to the lily of the sky and he points you into the middle deck where you see, uh, this. Oh, gotta get back to the computer. Panic. It's just a boat. It's pretty it's basic. Oh. It's pretty basic on the inside. Um, as you walk into the middle deck, he, he points around. Now this is, uh, this is where the crew's main sleeping quarters are. Uh, it, it'll be center hallway right here. This is uh, pretty much where the crew sleeps. There are a few beds for some of the kids and you guys, uh, although I do have a guest suite upstairs um, for any passengers that are uh, traveling with us. Uh, there are a lot of rules for this ship, so we will have that rules briefing with everybody, including all of you kids. And as he, as he looks at, be, be sure to, uh, be sure to, most of you kids, please be sure to stay under deck during the passage. This is going to take us about 
oh, nine days or so to get back to uh, Sylvania. We are flying over currently um, the Valencian Empire, or what's left of it. Um, did you know, so uh, I'm actually from, well, used to be from the Valencian Empire, but uh, I rarely make it back here. Generally, I'm flying, uh, flying routes all the way from around the world to up the Ebrax, down to Ushar. You name it, I've been there. Although it has been a few years since I've been to Artemis. As he's walking through. I just realized I don't have a token. I have I have his character sheet done. I don't have a token for him, which I do have a token for him. It's just in my drive. Whoopsie. Wow. So you guys make your way into this airship. And uh immediately uh, as you as you waltz into this airship, you hear a uh, Elka. You hear pop into your head. Uh, a familiar voice. Uh, it, it's Elkis. And Elkis just like, I understand you're about to leave. Have have a good trip. Be safe. Don't fall off the ship. Can I like say anything back to him? Yeah, you can respond to the message. Just be like, okay, I love you. Bye-bye. Like, you can't I love see you. And I'm sorry for everything. You can't see him, but know that Elkis would have practiced a very wide smile the, the second he hears I love you. Um, seemingly unaware of the deed you just pulled earlier in the day. Still. Oh, he'll, he'll, <laughs> uh, he'll be getting a note from me and a note from that lady. <laughs> he'll, he'll understand why I'm saying I love him so much in a little bit. Right. I mean, I love him. I also just love him, but like, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Mm, Where are you, you stupid bastard? There you are. Oh, it's not a square image. Oh, well. Okay, download. Put my guy right next to so if you guys want to add your tokens to the ship you certainly can this is where you'll be for the next session or two um as we are about to take part on this nine day trip uh let me can't wait to fight a sky kraken hey ori hmm. do you want a better bag for all your stuff Finally. <laughs> I will make Ori a bag of holding. Do you do this out in the open? Oh, hell yeah, I do. Ander is very curious about what you're doing. He's like, well, magic items, huh? You must be one of them as he looks at your horns. Yeah, I am. Don't worry. I'm not going to I'm not going to be weird about it. Uh, I have friends that are tiefling as well. So well, if you need something made, if you've got the stuff, I might have time while we're traveling. I'd pay you for it. I'd be down for that. All right. I'll have to wait for at least tomorrow. Fair enough. All right. I put all, I put all my shit in the bag. Also the body. All right. So, oh, so that's what I was hoping for. That's not, that's not out in the open anymore. <laughs> right. So he, he points around, he's like, all right, so 
these are where most of the crew is going to stay uh to your right down that corridor is uh one of our storage rooms it's pretty light that's where most of the food will be uh if any of you are um uh we'll say uh inclined to do cooking nobody really is good on this ship um me and Vaten can handle it very well um what i will ask you to do though is uh um just be sure that you know what you're getting into there are some barrels in here that are stuffed with dangerous materials and i wouldn't want you crawling uh getting your hands on those and potentially losing a hand where i can manage fair enough you're a big boy kids you those rules apply to you as well. Please, please, please do not touch the barrels. You heard the man. If you go up on deck or touch the barrels, you're going to die. <laughs> I want to touch the barrels. No. Okay. Uh, he just shakes his head. All right. Well, uh, kids, uh, Everyone else, follow me up to the deck. And he, you guys make your way up the stairs and you find yourself on the top deck. Squirtle, I can hear your clicky clackies. How bad? <laughs> you find, you guys find yourself on the deck and as you find your way up on the deck, it's like, all right, safety meeting. And he looks around. Everybody you see right now was the crew. And he points to 10 other dudes uh, of all different races. You see one, uh, what looks to be a tiefling man with uh, with red skin. Uh, very short horns coming off his head. He's bald. But he, ha he, but he has like this black, full, bushy beard. Um, you see a halfling girl, woman. Uh, up in the crow's nest, uh, looking at, how you doing? As she wa as she waves down, smiling. Uh, you see two dwarfs that look identical, long orange beards, uh, both of their hair, long orange hair tied into like a ponytail with uh, with like leathers on. Um, you see a tall, very tall looking uh, satyr man with an eye patch, uh, and he's uh he's just kind of like staring at you he has like a weird straight looking sword on his side um and then you you see a uh another human man that looks similar to ander um and but much younger um not as not as brawny as ander and he's just and he just walks up all right first things first is i'm gonna have to introduce you to my first mate. he puts his hand on the other human guy that looks looks like him this is my younger brother his name's Alex. Uh, Alex will not, be... Not Alan? No, Alex. Sorry. This... <laughs> he will keep watch during nights, so if any of you are night owls, he's the man you're going to want to talk to. And Alex is just like, how you doing? Uh, seems a little bit awkward. Uh, socially awkward. Uh... He's like, all right, well, I'm, I'm captain during the day. He's steering the ship during the night. Safety briefing. Looks around. You see those rails? Don't go near them. Kids, especially. You will fall off. 
And when we're thousands of feet in the air, you will not survive. Trust me. I know. Next thing. How do you know? He's dead. Let's just say I'm glad that, uh, that, uh, one of my crewmates who's no longer on the ship with me right now, do some magic that brought me back to life. So yeah, you'd, figured, right. you'd figured your parents would have taught you something about not being near the ledges yourself. <laughs> you think my parents would teach me anything like that? This was my dad's ship once upon a time. And uh used to be in the used to be in the ocean. One time he got attacked by the sea serpent that almost killed him. Killed one of the guys on board with him. The other time he got attacked by a kraken down south. He does not know anything about safety. So I'm just kind of winging a, it here. I'm acutely aware of that since I was talking to Archer. Oh, yeah, you're acutely aware of that, yes. Uh, but anyways, stay away from the sides. If the wind gets heavy, go below deck. If you want to brave it up here, make sure you tie yourself to something. Um... If you go flying off, uh, there's not much I can do to save you. Um, we will be at least six to 7,000 feet up in the air, uh, and we will not stop for you. Unless some for some reason you can fly, which that'd be cool. But. All right. Uh, rule number two. Anything I say goes on my ship. This is my ship. And if you have an issue with that, refer to rule number one. Number three. This one does not understand how those rules interact. Very well. I'll tell you. And he, he's like, um, yeah. Looks right at you, Aiko. Can I, uh, borrow you for a second? I suppose. What's up? Uh, respectfully, uh, you look the lightest. So, he, and he grabs you by your shoulder. And as he grabs you, you, f you feel just the immense strength coming from his hand. And he just, like, lifts you up like a ragdoll. He's just like, now look. He's like, are you okay? Looks up to you. <laughs> I don't want to just hurt so you. you. Just so you know, you picking me up, you better sleep with one eye open. <laughs> I'd like to see you do anything to me. I do not like being picked up. And he, he's just like, oh, I apologize. I guess I should have asked you first. He put you down. Anyways, the point is, is I'll throw you off the ship if you if you don't listen to me. I know best. I've been I've been sailing these airs for about ten years now, and I, and I was sailing with my dad on the ocean since I was a kid. So I know, I know how this ship works. I've been on this ship since I was a child. And I know what's best. Um, I understand that some of you are uh, of the warrior type. Or the spellcaster type. And you're adventurers. And I get it. And you have egos. But you know nothing about these ships. Well, maybe he does. And he points to Zane. But you know nothing about these ships. One bad gust of wind and you will be gone. This one meant no disrespect. This one just did not see the connection i'm not very good at pointing out i'm not good at talking a whole lot uh at least when it comes to pointing out rules 
I'm good at wheeling deals, but I apologize. I don't mean to come off strong. You will be out. We will be together for the next nine days. Um, but. And then the last rule really is uh, if the crew asks you to do something, do it. Uh, I understand of you have sky sailing abilities. Um, but. You know, just do it. Do what you're told. Everything will go fine. Um. And if you are uncomfortable being up top, just go down down below. There'll be plenty of uh, there'll be plenty of places for you to sit and relax and read a book if you have it. This will be a long journey. Um, kids, make sure you do what do what the adults tell you, and uh, you will make it to your destination just fine. Uh, that being said, kids, if you'd like to make your way under deck, you'll have beds for you'll have beds and chambers for you all down there, there and down the very bottom deck. Uh, do not touch the barrels, as I said, and uh, do not touch the magical looking uh, guns slash cannons down there. They will go boom and will knock us out of the sky if you blow them up under deck. All right. Any questions? Yeah, fixed it. Oh, sorry. Uh, Todd, you're uh, you're you're muted, by the way. One question, sir. Yes. Uh, with all due respect, you said that it's dangerous up here on the top decks, and I truly believe you. Um, and that you've been doing this for a while. Why would you put the piano and the food table up on the higher deck if it's that dangerous? Oh, well, uh, they're bolted down one. Uh, and two, uh, you need certain comforts of life, you know, um, and we take our risks. We have sent a few chairs going flying off the, uh, go flying off the side before, but the table's bolted down, the piano's bolted down and, uh, well, the chairs aren't, but most time people are sitting in them, so it should be fine. There are ropes all around here that you can tie yourself to and it'll make sure that you don't go, that you don't follow the chair, but most of the time it's. We, we tend to there it's a little bit raised in the back and it's kind of easier to easier to keep things on on board we originally had it in the center and we lost quite a few chairs and we were thousands of feet up and i have no idea where those chairs ended up so uh yeah you ever hear anybody yeah. sitting in them no no uh we have a pretty good track record only one person has ever fallen off and that was me um I fell off because we were being attacked by a dragon. But yeah, we're fine. Them, them dragons. Nasty creatures. Interesting. I mean, not all of them. Well, I'm sure not all of them are. They are. They are sentient, and they do. They do speak. Um, the same way, not all humans are bad. I'm sure. Oh no, no, no. Well, most humans are shit, actually. Um, this one agrees. All minotaurs are good. I'm going to respectfully disagree with that one, big guy. Most minotaurs I've met tend to go towards violence. Uh, that's not always fun. Name one. And then he, like, turns around. He's like, ah. See, you've, uh, see you've returned back to port. And, or, uh, and you see another skyship floating in as this happens and there is a guy there's a crew working but you see this massive minotaur 
on another sky ship come flying in with a he looks like a captain's hat on it's like well that guy is a good example of it i like him he's got a cool hat he does have a cool hat he's a bit of an asshole though and uh he's tried to shoot me out of the sky before he used to be a pirate not much anymore although so he says Anyways, uh, I'm going to say, uh, kids go below deck. If you're an adult, do what you want. Um, just make sure you, you're seated when we take off. It is a little bit jumpy. Anything, any other questions before we go? One last question, sir. With no due, with all due respect, you don't have any intention of selling us off as slaves at some point, do you? Oh, God, no. I wouldn't get paid if I did that. Well, that happened to me when I was young. Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. Slavery is not okay in my mind. Um, I know that it's a practice done by quite a few people in the in the more wilder regions of Sylvania and up to the uh, up in the um, deserts and of uh, the northern Valencia con uh, continent, as well as uh, sometimes they're they do have some slavery down in the wildlands, the Salvax down to the south. Um, but I I will never accept a shipment of slaves. And if they do try to approach me for uh, shipping slaves, let's just say that any grabs that kind of grabs his great axe on his back. Let's just say that their lives end pretty quickly. Well, just for the record, the captain that sold me off as a slave had a piano on his ship well that's a weird coincidence indeed daddy let's make a history check bum, bum, bum. oh boy it's just it's the seven works oh. you roll, oh. it rolled twice i'll take the seven <laughs> you look around it's not the same ship even with the seven um although you're younger and you're more afraid um you get you get the look around it is not the same uh is not the same model of ship it is not uh and it's also you remember very because this was such a traumatic event for you, you do remember some good details, even with the seven, um, that you remember that the ship was much smaller that took you. And the ship that took you at the time was in fact flying, was not flying through the air. It was sailing through the water. But yes, he did said that this was once in the water. Right. And uh, as far as you know, this is not the same ship. All right. And he's like, well, for formal introduction, my name is Captain Andrew Newgate. I will uh, be taking care of you for the next nine days. And if you ever need some, if you ever, if you're ever in need of my services again, I might be available depending on where you need to go. Uh, and he points across the, uh, across the deck towards the north of the ship. And where you can see this massive sundial in the middle he's like 
that door right there is where majority of your, the bigger people, uh, where your quarters will be. Um, if you look behind me, if you look behind me, which I did not put his uh, token down. If you look behind me, these are my quarters. If you ever need me, just knock if I'm not out on the main deck. Any questions? Nope. All right, guys, let's get going. Get this ship into the sky. I'm going to head under deck. Thanks. You should join me. Yes, yes, just looking at the piano. Or he's gonna kind of lean over the edge looking. Oh, oops. Oops! I'm sorry I bumped you, Ori. Oh. Or what are you trying to do? Oh, you're just trying. Okay. I'm, I'm just joshing. Okay. You wouldn't be able to move Ori anyways, so. Uh. And you hear the captain yell out loud, Alright, guys! Ignatum in Kylo! Let's go! Botan is going to lash himself to wherever is suggested suggested, and spend as much time as possible on the upper decks outside. In the air, with the um, air, yeah. Yeah, like, he, he has not been very happy recently with the trees into cave into more trees. So he is very, very happy to be out in basically even if it is quite a bit chillier okay so uh as you guys who's up on deck and who's below deck i'm below i'm below deck I'm i am deck. below below okay or he's below deck or is he above deck he's above deck where are you with him or are you gonna go below deck i'll be up top i'll be on his, be on his head okay Okay, so the people up top, okay. you see the crew start to like move and work and pull some ropes, and you see these the two front sails flap out, and you see the front sail drop down, um, and then you see the middle sail slowly start to come down, uh, and then you see you look around and you see these blue crystal clusters that are out on these like little podiums uh, out to the side of the ship start to just ignite with this really bright blue like cyan blue uh color and you start to feel the ship start to shake everyone does and uh you hear uh you hear captain newgate yell all right untie us engage the thrusters let's go and uh you see him up top pulling levers up top at the wheel and you see the ship start to feel the ship just like slowly go weightless sink down like you feel the ship dip down slightly as it, as it's let go of the uh the dock and then as that happens you just feel it almost like a plane taking off you feel like a like a moment of weightlessness if once you're standing and you, you have to like hold yourself on the deck uh just to like keep yourself from kind of like moving up and down and you feel the ship just slowly start to float up in the air and you see the two people who are up top you see the two thrusters on the front immediately point backwards and you see uh you see the back sail start to point to the left and you just feel the the ship start to raise up very 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 slowly 
and then it starts to get faster and faster and you hear captain newgate say anybody who's not tied on better do it now this is your last chance you got five seconds does ori Aiko, elera i know vaten's already tied up but yeah. do you guys attempt to yeah, tie yourself all yeah. right so you guys tie yourself yeah, I'll, I'll tie yeah i'll tie myself then i'll tie my hordes i'll tie like ropes around my horns and onto Alara. Okay. Easy and <laughs> easy enough. You do that, and as that happens, you feel, all right, hang on to something, and he pushes the lever forward, and you feel yourself rocket up into the sky, taking off. And uh, you guys are now in the air of the, uh, of what is, um, I'm going to say... Actually, I think no one on top of deck would know this. Zane, roll, roll, in, roll a general intelligence check. Oh, baby. Love that for me. Uh, that's really good. That's a 22. You would know that the skies over Arun uh, and the skies leaving Arun uh, once you're high up enough, and also in the in general, the skies above Amriel are known as one common phrase, Kylo, which is the Elvish word for magical sky. Uh, and you, as you feel yourself take off, anybody who's a spellcaster, you immediately feel a weight, a feeling of weightlessness in your body uh, as you're getting as you're getting these incredibly dense. Uh, magical particles in the air rushing into your face as you breathe in and out and you are invigorated by this by the pure level of pure like magic power coursing through you um anybody that's a spellcaster if you're up on deck uh you will have uh you gain five temporary hit points as you fly through the skies uh, so that would be Vaten, Elka, uh, not Elka, sorry, Alara, um, Zane, uh, Beep, uh, Alan would get it. Um, yeah, I don't think Echo, you 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 don't know any spells, do you? Uh, I know a few, but they're like the nature stuff. You would you would get five temporary hit points as well. Okay. But you rate uh, you do raise up and remember temporary hit points do not stack. Uh, so if you already have temporary hit points, it'll be five. Um, and as you guys make your way up into the sky, everything seems good, and the first leg of the trip is started. Uh, people who are up on deck for the first day, um, granted the the cr crew is keeping watch um, through the skies. You hear Captain A uh, Captain Newgate yell out and say, "Just a FYI for anybody who's new to this ship and new to flying, there are creatures up here that definitely want these crystals we have on board." As he points to the sides. Uh, you also notice that you can hear me really, really well. There is an enchantment over the top deck that allows sound to travel a lot farther than it should. 
So feel free to talk. I, I should be able to hear you. Uh, all right. Looks like clear skies are good and we will be on our way. And you guys take off into the sky. I'm going to want with one person to make a general perception check with advantage. Who's up on top of uh, that? I think that should probably be either Alara or me. Whichever. And would, I will take it. Whoever would like if to. If Alara do does not want it. I'm just going to chill gonna... Ori's horns because I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. 23 um the first day and it takes a you're you're traveling through the sky and you get the sense that it's fast travel you can feel the wind brushing into your face you feel reinvigorated by this wind and for you vaten it's the first time that you've uh, had and and a good two weeks that you've been able to feel a full you breath of fresh air. See the horizon. Yeah. yeah feel the feel full breath of fresh air. Um, you don't feel constricted anymore. You're not in a cave. You're not in a forest. You're finally in open air for the first time in a very long time. And uh, you look around and you see some birds flying along with the ship. You 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 look off and you see a few other sky ships that are a good ways off they're just like little dots to you flying across you you immediately realize that you're probably on a well-traveled route through the sky um but the first day goes off without an issue um all of you can crawl all of you go into your chambers for the night uh and you all take a long rest i would like to uh basically stay out um tied down again still more okay um I'm basically going to be making sure to tie myself off every time I'm outside, and I'm going to be spending probably this entire trip above decks. So, okay, easy enough. I, I'm going to sleep on the deck. Okay, but tied. Okay, I'm going to say for the sake of this, um, for the first night, you guys tie yourselves down. No rough air. You're fine, um, and you everyone gets a long rest. If you've yet to take that. You also had one from the prior night before. Um, so if you're not full HP, mark that. Uh, all spell, your spells and everything come back. Um, and then you wake up the next morning. And uh, if you'd like to do anything whilst you're during, during your second day, uh, the second day is yours if you want to do anything. That is. Yeah. You mentioned this, a rapier the other day. Yeah. That you were looking for. Yes. If oh, you that's right. Me, if you can give me as much detail as possible, if we manage to ever get back to where I'm from, I may be able to make that for you. Because this... I am... First and foremost, a weaponsmith. The basic idea, and I don't know where to start. If you'd like me to draw sketches, I, I could. That I, is fine. I will take whatever you can give me. Just work on it while we're traveling. I just don't know the mechanics. I, the I can fine-tune it. But you just that, get me a basis. Have a rapier. 
that has a cinder, a, a tube inside that I can fill with poison. And as I stab something, I can push a button with my thumb or finger, like a trigger. And while the rapier is penetrated inside of their flesh, I could inject them with a dose of poison. I'll see what I can come up with. But you draw me up whatever you can. Very well. I forgot of your talents. Oh, I haven't and, gotten and to can, Smith in a while. Can can you do something? I don't know if you can do this or not. Can you I'm... look at... You made me this um, alchemy thing. Yes. Uh, actually, actually, you've made me two. The one that I've been drinking water out of, it just doesn't taste like water. And the other night, I had my whole personality change. I was sick the next day. Are you sure you didn't drink the salt water or the wine? <laughs> I thought I had it set to drink to make water. Fresh or salt? <laughs> I believe it was fresh. Maybe it's just I don't know what I'm doing with it. But I also like have the other one set to make poison. I hope you weren't drinking that one. But you do choose it per day, so just don't screw it up. Well, can you make sure that it's... Ever since the, the when I went in that void, is when it seems... I'm doing the same thing. I just didn't know if maybe going into that void changed something. No, it shouldn't have. Would seems you be like willing to error. just take a look at it? I can but I cannot innately change it. Well, that's fine. I just want to make sure that if there is something that happened that just gets discarded so I don't repeat what happened the other evening. I mean, if you don't want your alchemy jug, I can take it back. No, no, I like it. I, it's wonderful. I just... It should I, be wonderful. I made it out of somebody's dead grandpa's ashes jar. I know. I'm just saying, ever, ever since, maybe it is the guilt, I don't know. But I don't think I've done something wrong, but all, I don't remember purposely drinking alcohol either. And from everything everybody said to me, I was like drunker than hell. It happens. I mean, Alan got pretty tipsy too. You see, oh. you see Alan right here. You're damn right I did. I don't know what the hell was going on there, but... Uh... All right, well, maybe it was the Void. I don't know. Maybe it was some other higher power. And, and you see, Alan has now fully uh, uh, walked up. Hey, do you mind if I take a look at that alchemy jar real quick? Certainly. Reach in my bag and pull out both of them. All this right. This one that has the red mark on it, that's the one I've been using for poison. Okay. And this one, I've been switching between wine and water. Understood. And he opens up the one with the red. Eh. Sticks his pinky down in there and sticks it to his tongue. Uh, Thaddeus? I think you may have messed up, messed up your jars. Because this is definitely wine, as he points to the red one. And... He opens up the jar. The one that he's been drinking out of. Like, 
tips his finger down in there and puts it to his tongue. Spits it out. That's poison. Absolutely poison. Are you telling are you telling me you've been drinking poison for the last two days? No wonder you feel like shit. Well, that would explain a few things. Make sure you uh keep better track of that. Because I cannot say these. Uh Thaddeus, have you you haven't changed anything in these in these jars today? No, not at all. Alright. He's like, do I do I have permission to change them? Just uh, make them right yeah. and tell me what I need to do. Cause red one, red, red equals dead, changes it to poison. The one that's not, the one that's not, the one that's not supposed to be bad. Do you want water, wine? What do you want in it? You can do any liquid that you want with these things. Let's Don't just... you dare give him any alcohol right now. <laughs> Let's just do water, please. All right. And I can drink. And he changes, he changes the uh, the non-marked red one into a water jar and he's like hold on and he pulls something out of his bag of holding that you haven't actually he's been keeping it hidden from you guys but he pulls out something out of his bag of holding and it's a die and he like immediately takes the cork he's like hey zane will will die mess with the will die mess with the uh the enchantment if i if i die the cork no okay so he dies it takes a red die out and dyes the cork red for you and then he puts very thing takes like like a, like a little like a like a little like almost looks like an owl quill or owl um a pen and like dips it in ink and draws a skull, a skull and crossbone very big on the side of the jar uh and then it, with with red with like a red ink it's like here does that help yes Yes, right. believe it. It it does. All right, all right. There you go. Uh, take that. Remember, red equals dead. Skull and crossbone, bad. This one, un fairly unmarked, good. Has water in it. In fact, he draws like he draws like a, a smiley face on the side of the uh, the jar. There you go. Good distinctions. Good to go. Very well. It, there yes, you go. Thank you. And he hands it back to you. Well, that explains quite a bit. I'd say I drank out of that damn jar, and I was—I felt like I was drunk for like a whole night, which never happens. I'm glad it wasn't a poison that could kill us, Thaddeus. Um, I'm kind of immune to a lot of poison, so. Well, I am too. Zane, you want to try this? <laughs> As he opens it, hurt me that bad. Yeah, fair enough. Let's just let's just move on with our day. Just remember that red equals dead. All right, Thaddeus. All right. Thank all right. You. Thank you, fine sir. You're welcome. And you see Alan start to walk up on deck. Um, is a is anybody else going to be up on deck for the day? I, I probably would. Oh yeah. What's up, Ori? <clears throat> hey, do you think you'd make me another one of these? You know, uh, glaive. Uh, I do not have the materials nor the workshop here to do such a thing. If I would, I could, though, big big boy. Okay. I just, uh, unless I'm at home in my workshop, there's no chance that that is possible for me. 
I need another weapon another in my other hand. Don't you have a sword? Yeah, but... I got spoiled with the axe. <laughs> That's understandable. Maybe we can find you one when we get back to Artemis. That Another captain has a nice, but... Sorry, what did you say? So did you notice the big fella that's a captain? He has a really nice one on his back. I wouldn't attempt to get a Was hold it really of that. nice or what kind? It just looks like a great axe. Okay. As far as I you wouldn't know. try to steal from the person sure. getting us to where we go while we're in the middle of the air. And you hear Alan from the other, uh, as he's walking up, I tend to agree. <laughs> what? You're agreeing it's a nice axe? I agree no. that it's probably not a good idea to steal anything from this ship. That is. Oh. Uh, I just don't have the best record with ship captains. Hey, but at least I got you that bag so you can hide your, <laughs> your goodies now. Yeah, like the dead body. <laughs> yeah. We don't need anybody to see that until we're not anywhere close to our room. I think uh, we can sell this back on uh, Artemis. Probably. All right. Uh, oh, it, and Ari, just so you're aware, just when you think you're being stealthy sometimes, your voice has a tendency to carry. And I think half the city knew what you were up to. Well... We don't have to worry about that now. Just as a friendly reminder. Why am I being friendly to him? Damn it, did they screw this up again? <laughs> You're warming up to me. It's finally happening. <laughs> this is called character development. <laughs> well, that's where we are with this or, stage. There will or, be... Or the, look, there looks at the camera. <laughs> there will be no breaking the fourth wall in my campaign, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go see Ander before we get too far. He did want me to do something for him. Alright. Well, Ander's just steering the ship. He just he's, he's at the helm pulling levers. I will make my way to him. Let's see. What and do you want to work on? Oh. A big gust of wind comes by. Well, it's funny you say that. I have a rope of climbing. Asshole. <laughs> I can attach myself at will to the deck. Anybody who is up on the deck, you do feel the wind picking up a lot, but it's coming from behind. So you're actually going quite fast right now uh, through the sky uh, in your direction. But how I determined wind is percentile dies, and I rolled a 95. <laughs> so 95% chance of strong wind gusts is what that means. Ander, you wished for me to work on something for you? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, and he like reaches out, and he, there's a there's a flintlock pistol sitting there. He's like, ah, so there's this it's just a standard pistol. I'm sure you're from you're from Ebrax, right? Yes, I can tell. Uh, and actually, oh. I, sp I spend most of my time there actually, so. But this I bought in Ebrax, but the just the flint doesn't doesn't really work very well. Whenever I fire it, it delays a lot, and it's kind of annoying and dangerous. Then I was hoping you could check it out. I 
could probably retool it a little bit. Do you have any extra metal? Oh yeah, for sure. And uh, he like can I can I make him a six shooter on this boat? <laughs> like modify uh, it too? <laughs> you wouldn't have the you wouldn't have the 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 the, the parts for that. You would need a cylinder. You would need uh, you would have the base gun, but you would have to you'd have to you'd have to have a, a, a like an actual smelter and something to smelt something down and cast it into a cylinder. You well, you just don't have that here. So no. Fair enough. Um, could I at least adjust the flintlock for him? You could adjust the piece of flint in there, and he, he even he pulls it out a uh, a little small piece of metal. He's like, "Will that do?" And it's like a little piece of iron, just scrap iron that he had in his pocket. Worth a shot. It's like I tried to fasten this, but I'm not that great with my hands, at least when it comes to this finesse type of deal. But um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this with me below deck so I don't screw this up in the wind. But go, go for it. I don't care. I'm uh, the wind is. The wind and he yell, he yells out. The wind's heavy today, by the way. Uh, you might want to tie yourself to something. Oh, and your name's Zane, right? Yes. Well, uh, I just gotta let you know that uh, uh, you may want to stay up above deck with a with a firearm. Oh. A lot of black powder. Ah. A lot. Can I can use your quarters then. I just need it to be not windy. Oh. I'm not gonna fire it or anything. I just don't want the wind to blow a part out of my hand. Good. Yeah. Go ahead. You. There should be a, a desk at the court in the quarters that you can go into. Just uh, be mindful of the mess. I haven't cleaned in a while. That's fine. My workshop's probably messier. As you. I will just. Do you want me to just make a Smith tools check while I'm doing this? Yeah. Go ahead and do that. Um. Which is your... I think it's dex, right? Or maybe uh, it's, it's intelligence. Yeah. yeah. It's your intelligence modifier plus your um, uh, proficiency bonus. Uh, Pog. 17. 17. It takes you some time um, because you, you do have the tools, but the flint's jammed inside like the compartment that the flint sits in. And you you immediately realize, oh, that's why. Uh, it's whoever built this either fucked up putting the flint in there or it broke off as they were putting it in there. Um, but you're able to... The flint's actually not broken in there. Uh, like, it's just jammed up in there and it's farther into the, into the compartment than it should be. And you kind of shove it out there and you replace it with a little small piece of metal. Uh, and you pull the hammer back and pull the trigger not loaded by the way you did check i would say you would have checked oh, yeah. uh you pull it and you do see a little spark come off the uh the piece of metal and uh, like it, i told him i wasn't gonna actually fire it um and but yeah zane as you look around in this captain's quarters you see a bed it's fair it's a fairly well-sized bed big enough for certainly big enough for uh for him he's he's a very tall man very muscular uh for human standards uh and he is um you look around there's just maps everywhere like trade route maps there's um there's an entire map of uh of amrail at least the known world of amrail um and there seems to be x's all over that map of like don't know what it is but you just see x's uh you do see a weapons rack 
that has all matters of like random rust some rusted weapons some perfectly new weapons you do see a very a, a long rifle that is a flintlock musket sitting on that weapon rack uh you do also see another uh you do also see another um flintlock pistol that's sitting at the base of it i want to check those just to see if they have the same issue okay just to make sure and then i will even attempt to try to fix some of the rusty weapons um i'm gonna say for this just roll another roll another smith's tools check just to try to get the rust off those weapons because it irks me as a crafter lower 12 um it takes you a long time uh better part of the day and at some point ander walks down he's just like hey are you okay did you fix the pistol yes i'm working on other things that i saw needed work wow i didn't ask you to do that but that's i mean thank you um i got wow i can't stand it but it hurts me <laughs> you remind me of someone and i can't remember who they're from ebrax they kind of look like you what's uh, their name oh god i can't remember he was a tiefling though uh, there are quite a few there yeah although he did have some fidgets that were interesting but I can't remember his name. That was a long time ago. He was pretty uh, sporadic. He would... Uh, he'd hang out in the capital there. and I don't know. He seemed like an older guy, maybe. But you can't really tell with tieflings. You, you don't age very... You age gracefully, to say the least. Yes, we do. Well, uh, is there a price that you... Do you request any sort of... I mean, obviously I'm willing to pay you. If you fixed all of my weapons... Uh, I didn't have a price in mind, per se. I know I took on a little extra here, but... How about... And he's just thinking to himself. I'm trying to think of how much I paid to have my weapon service the last time I was at Dock for a while. And that was an Ushar. And their smiths are nowhere near as talented as Ebrax. 50 gold? Sounds good to me. He hands you, he counts out. It takes him a while. He's just like, mm, I hate counting gold. And he just hand, he flips you five platinum. Okay. Which is equal to 50 gold. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Uh. Anyway, he's looking at the pistol. You that like... foot was uh, pretty jammed in there, but uh, it should not move now and do exactly what you need it to do. Excellent. I appreciate it. And he like pulls back the trigger. Well, he looks down the barrel before he it does it. It is not loaded. It is not loaded. It's like, okay, good. I'm glad. I am, I am not an idiot. <laughs> he clicks the barrel and pulls the trigger and you see a spark fly off. Uh, all right. Well, um... Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, if you have any, um, oh, I know you're you're definitely you're an artificer, aren't you? Oh yeah. Well, Zane, what's your last name? Rona. 
Rona. It's gonna roll a history check on that. Interesting. Can't remember, uh... Can't remember his first name, but there was a guy that I met in Ebrax that looked a lot like you that had the last name Rona. Was it Malleus? It started with... It was Malleus. Is that your dad? Yes. Yeah, he's kind of a dick. He sure can be. Yeah, he tried to stiff me for a price, which felt weird. Sounds about right on his ass. Yeah, small world. I mean, I guess when I when I base myself out of your country, it tend to run into people. But anyways, well, I, I'm going to take a nap. Uh, if you need anything, Alex is up top. Um, Sounds good. Wake. Uh, have someone wake me if anything happens. The winds are pretty heavy today. Will do. All right. So the so the day proceeds. Um, can I have one person on top of deck roll a perception check, please, with advantage? I naturally walked away from the computer right at the psychologically wrong moment. So I got, I, I got it. Okay. Cool. Thanks. You said a perception. Yeah. Twelve. Uh, you look around, there's not a whole lot going on. Um, the, uh, sky, the wind is blowing pretty hard. Um, you look out, there's just clouds and you look down and you can see like very small land masses passing by. Um, although you do see a, uh, a land mass that's floating in the sky, much like Arun, but this one's staying in place and it, as you fly by, you are you have now seen your first sky island. That you you have heard about uh, Echo. Um, they're kind of hard to miss, uh, especially flying over uh, or living in the Black Run Forest. You have the you have occasionally seen um, seen a f like one of them like float very idly by um smaller ones but the one that you're seeing at the moment um is black it looks like it's burned to the core and you see magma spilling off the side of it and like evaporating in the sky as it falls it's about your guess being uh being a tracker although you've never been on a skyship uh your best guess is that it's probably a good days away but you can see it off in the distance you do see what looks like little glows like glows. Takes a day to get there and i can see that far yeah well the skies are pretty clear and you can see for miles up here so world's flat <laughs> you're joking about this now don't you dare make a frisbee world on me, boy. <laughs> no, it's not. It's it's the world is definitely round. We live on a turtle in the middle of space. Damn round <laughs> round amrealers. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well, the day goes on. Next night passes. Um without much issue. You do feel some turbulence while you're in bed. 
Um, but everything goes. That's not turbulence. Everything goes off pretty easily. Um, next day comes. I'd like another person to roll a perception check, please, with advantage. Do I need to do it again? Uh, uh, you're... Helps if I'm not muted. Um, I can do it again, or somebody else wants to take it. Yeah. Anybody else? Anybody who's on deck? Nineteen. Oh. Twenty-two with advantage. Third day goes by without any issue. Um, you look around, and you've now gotten. Uh, you've now gotten really close uh to that uh to that island the sky island and you're starting to feel the heat come off of it and as you do you hear captain anders say uh all right everybody really hold on the the wind coming off this sky island tends to be hot and it tends to push us upward and as it does you feel like this updraft hits you and it immediately flings you guys farther up into the air um and uh i'm gonna say zane are you above deck or are you no, down I'm below? On, I'm below deck i'm trying to think thaddeus are you below deck still i'm still below deck okay i don't think anybody else has world knowledge Ouch. like this other than you two um yeah sure acre you're, you're you're still above deck yeah roll a history check for me uh normal yeah I am using today to make the last sending stones that I have materials for. 16. 16. You don't know much about Sky Islands. But you have heard about a few that are boiled over with map, map, with molten lava. Um, and the one... You, you don't know which one is for sure. There's two primarily that have... Uh, there's two well-known ones that have... That larger ah. Sky Islands that have... Uh, um, they have volcanoes and magma flowing off of them. One of them is uh, the sky, the sky island of Inferno. Uh, the other one is the sky island of Mort. Uh, the one that you think it is, uh, knowing that Mort does tend to fly above where you're from, uh, you think this one's probably Inferno, but you don't know for sure. Um, but third day goes off fairly well um there are some uh heavier uh heavier winds and there's a heavy wind gust um those of you who are on top deck roll strength saving throw with advantage uh even if we're tied down if you're tied down it's with advantage gotcha Lion. uh is ori on top are you on top of deck uh, yeah, I rolled a, a natural 20. Oh, well, yeah, you're good. Uh, Alara, can you roll a, a strength saving throw, please? With advantage? You're on top. You're yeah. tied down to Ori. Hold on. Let me pull up my thingy. Oh, it's already up. You said strength saving, saving throw. throw? Yeah. 13? You're fine. Echo with double nines. Uh, as a wind hits you coming off of this, uh, as a, as the wind hits you as you're going, 
elevating up over the sky island full of magma. You feel this hot breeze of air overwhelm you, and it hits you in the face and sends you flying up into the air, levitating above the deck. And you're starting to slow... You're tied down, so you're not going anywhere. And we're gonna... Okay, the rope does not snap, but you are currently being whisked up into the air by a strong updraft of the wind, and you're now about 30 feet in the air. Nice. Um, uh, and you're slowly getting dragged back towards uh, Captain Newgate as as the as the skyship is flying. What do you want to do, if anything? Um. Can I grab onto the rope and try to pull myself back down? Uh, yeah, I'd say roll strength check for me. natural 20 you are able you guys watch anybody on de on top deck watches echo just like haul like panic haul like superhuman strength just pull himself back towards the dot the deck and eventually land you land on your feet a little shaken not injured your hair is as wild as it was before it's very wild now but you're fine I just realized that Arya, your Arakakra daughter, uh, probably has been up top deck, so she needs to roll a strength check as well. A strength saving throw. Is this happening at the same time? All, all, all at the same time, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a brisk okay. updraft that hits everybody. Anybody who rolled higher than a 12 is fine. Um, and Arya just rolled natural 20, so she's fine as well. Okay. <laughs> uh, cool. But... Other than that little bit of, of, of an incident, Ander walks up to you as he's like, you see him like flip a, we a, a leather down, or not leather, but a leather down that locks two of them that lock the wheel in place. It's cruise control. <laughs> um, and he walks down the steps. He's just like, you all right there? Up to Aiko. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> Have to turn on a voice changer. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Um. Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, just luckily, I can pull myself down. Yeah, well, glad you're not hurt. Uh, and as you can see, tying yourself down works. But I think I need a stronger rope. Find a find a thicker one. Then they're all over this place. And he goes back to the wheel. Uh, third day, other than that, goes off without an issue. Third night, and now we're coming into the fourth morning. Um, Where's my dragon? I'm gonna say he's tucked up under deck. Okay. Um, uh, fourth more fourth morning. Uh, Noetics, or I'm sorry, Thaddeus is gonna head up to the deck and tie himself off. Okay. And for that, I'm gonna say Thaddeus, make a perception check with advantage. I'm also going to be paying attention for any like if it looks like anybody's going to launch like um, Aiko just did or Aiko did the other day um, I'm going to basically have 
a couple of spells ready to try and um, help offset that. So, Well, I'm going to say you might want to hold on to that before you do that. Because eeny, meeny, miny, mo, catch a dagger by his toe. Uh, let's just say Elka. Roll a d10 for me, please. Muted? Yeah. No, I'm trying to find it. Oh, okay. Again. I wasn't, I didn't, I put on my, my dice. Eight. Okay. You got, uh, Thaddeus and Vaten as you're looking around. You, the sky seems oddly calm. Which I forgot to roll wind, so let me do that real quick. Oh yeah, I rolled a five, so yeah, there's winds are uh winds are calm. Nice my face cam froze just a few seconds ago. There we go. Uh, winds are calm. And then you hear a you're used to this by now. You're used to the sound of the of the uh, of the sails flapping in the wind, but you hear more of a and Thaddeus. You see off port side of the ship a very large figure flying rapidly towards you. Excuse me, everybody. We've got incoming port side. And you see Andrew look to you. Uh, what the fuck is that? And he like pulls out a telescope, a spotting scope, and like looks. And he's just like, it looks like a giant bird. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna drop altitude, everybody. Stay 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 where you're at. And he like starts to slowly drop, and you see this creature without high of a perception check you see the creature slowly start to like dive down with the ship it's coming for the ship and uh as that happens and Ander looks around he's like well uh folks if you know how to fight come up to the top deck because we're about to take on some heat and as he says that you feel a just a jolt of like weird force type magic hit the side of the ship, and as you as this creature gets close, two uh, two claws talons hit the deck of the side of it, and what all of you are now staring at is this weird buzzard-looking creature, uh, about forty feet tall, wingspan of like eighty feet looking down at you and it's br and its mouth is wide open and you see like this charge of like yellowish force energy about to hit the deck um i'd like everybody to roll a nature check for me please uh zach did you get a chance to update my Um, Dang. 
Ready, Pierre? No, I, I haven't. I've been GMing. Oh, okay. Um, so. Okay. General nature check. Um, Alara, Ori, and Elka. Well, no, Elka with a 13 and who you are, you would know this. Um, Zane, what did you roll for nature? 14. All of you, including Captain Ander, will recognize this creature as a thunderbird. And as its mouth opens up to shoot a breath, what looks like a breath attack towards the ship, that's where we're in tonight's session. We'll pick this up next week. Okay, everybody, it's just a Ford. <laughs> that joke was bad, and I feel bad. Worst joke of the night, possibly. You know, it's only you. fun. You know, I feel worthless. It's only a Thunderbird while I have thunder and lightning damage as my primary weapons. Say, you want to sit this one I don't thought... rotten food. I can use caustic brew. Oh my I thought Tad Cruz was supposed to be going to Cancun. Oh, not our shop. stop it. Just got political. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was fun, guys. I will be your bit. I got a later. Okay, bye, buddy. Bye. Bye, bye go. I also have to go. Bye bye. Bye bye. Yeah. All right, guys, that's gonna do it for me uh, or us, I should say. Um, we'll pick this up next week, um, where we'll see how the crew and the group uh, handles this uh, this Thunderbird. Um, I'll catch you guys next week Sunday, same time, same place. And uh, I will, uh, Juice, I saw you coming here. Thank you for coming in, buddy. And thank you for telling me about the camera. It does that occasionally. Uh, my cam link likes to freeze. Um, but thank you for watching. Love all of you. And uh, I will catch you guys next Sunday.